Hello, and welcome to the Gilbo Girls Show, where you will have the opportunity to hear from mothers, fathers, siblings, and individuals themselves about their journey of living with a disability. I know, I know, it's called Gilbo Girls, but we have a bonus for you as we get the Gilbo Boys to interview some of the dads and siblings and get their perspectives too. We'll also have special guests from time to time to share the many resources that are available to those living with a disability and their families. So get ready to laugh, smile, cry, maybe even get a little angry when you hear some of these stories of their day-to-day struggles. But let's not forget their many triumphs. As they say, it takes a village. And if it weren't for our village, we wouldn't be where we are today. So join us. Welcome back to another episode of the Gilda Girls. Today we have special guests Ashley and Colton Robinson. We actually met them back in 2019 at the first ever Runway of Dreams Gala fashion show where they collaborated with Tommy Hilfiger for Tommy Adaptive and they got to walk the runway and we just kind of bonded from there because we spent a lot of time there. So um, Colton is 12 years old and he lives at home with his mom and dad ashley and mark and his sister kaden he has two dogs which are amazing uh one's name is sully and the other is denver colton started modeling when he was three years old back in 2020 a picture of one of his ads went viral after a little boy who also uses a wheelchair was captured looking up at colton at, at colton's ad in target in Colton's spare time, he loves working on his family tree because he has a love of history, playing video games, and wheelchair basketball. Those are some awesome things, Colton. So, yeah. So, how old were you when you first got into modeling? Three? Wow. So, tell us, what are some of the different um, things you, you modeled or acted in? Um, is it called Um, yeah. Land's End. Kohl's, Target, uh, Toys R Us, Tommy Hilfiger, um, French Toast, French Toast. Oh, Parrot Magazine. Oh, thanks. Yeah, Parrot Magazine. Who's in, uh, Parrot Magazine with Sully. Yeah. I love it. And you also, you walked, you walked several times down the runway. There was another um, one. Which, which venue was that that he walked down? Or what will roll down the carpet? It wasn't Romeo of Dreams. It was a different one. Yeah, so he was um, actually in uh, uh, New York Fashion Week um, for, for one of their kid, uh, kid show that was occurring. Uh, for, I think their name was um, something Molta, L M Molta or whatever. Um, so it was, um, he was one of the, uh, the first child to use a wheelchair to be in New York Fashion Week. And that was back in 2000. 16 i believe so that was a really cool experience and he was showcased um in buzzfeed and like all these other really cool popular websites so that's so cool so how does it how do you feel when you get out there are you nervous when you're you're going down the runway or posing for for pictures and ads and photos? Yeah, i'm a little nervous but like i just kind of um know that it's going to be done at some point. (laughs) (laughs) I still remember you going down um, the runway and doing your little, you stop and you do your little wheelie with your wheelchair. I love that. Like, go in. (laughs) 
So how do you want to ask him the first question? I'm going to have... Can I say a statement first? Yes, yeah, so you can say a statement. I get a little nervous that I'm going to fall off the stage because I don't have a wilder vision and I'm just like, I feel like I need to throw up. So she gets nervous and feels like she's going to throw up because of her vision. So she feels like she's going to like walk off the stage because she has visual um, impairments. So, all right, here. How about which one? Right there. Go and read the first one. Can you tell us a little bit about about what you enjoy? Nope, journey. Journey um, of living with a disability and how mm, it. it affects you. Yep. So can you tell us a little bit about your journey of living with um, spina bifida and how it affects you? Like what areas do you need assistance with or? So I think like with him, um, as he's getting older, it's just kind of navigating, you know, more independence. We were having, we were at Boston Children's yesterday and I think we had that conversation with his doctors, getting him to be more independent, mm -hmm. um, you know, but besides that, like, you know, he's, um, he tries to do everything any other child can do, um, you know, but, you know, has to make adapt and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. but right? How about getting dressed and stuff? Do you need assistance getting dressed? Like she have, I have to help her. Yeah, I mean, I could put on my tops, but I need, like, a little help with my pants and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you wear AFOs, too? Yeah. And you do you wear the Billy, Billy footwear? Uh, I used to, but I think what happened to it? Yeah, he actually had a pair, and he outgrew them. Oh, I have um, no. So the, these uh, new AFOs we have are ridiculously huge. Like, they're wide, so it was actually extremely hard to find a pair of shoes to fit them. <laughs> so um, that was like huge last one. I, I definitely I probably go to Shriners for his But what kind of shoes do you do you find that that help go over AFOs? Because I know that's one thing in a lot of the different support groups on Facebook, you know, people are always asking what, what types of shoes do you, you know, do you wear to go over AFOs? And I know Billy's also has a new watt. They have an extra wide that they have now too. Yeah, so we actually found um, Under Armour. They're called Assert Under Armour, and they come in wide. And it was the only pair on the shelf and the only pair that would actually fit over his brace. So um, I found because, you know, it is a tie, but it opens extremely wide, too. Mm -hmm. So um, this one was actually probably one of the better shoes, and it's held up well against the AFOs because I feel like sometimes they can – be a little rough on sneakers so yeah yeah and what um how how many sizes up do you have to go in order to fit over it um this one we definitely had to go up a couple sizes i was worried it was gonna look a little silly but um i think we have to go up like at least two sizes so you know it fits this way but this way maybe it's like Right. And that's what we always used to go up two sizes too. And then it's like, okay, they're already tripping over, you know, from the AFOs. And then you put these speakers on that are two times bigger yeah. and tripping over them, you know? Oh my yeah. goodness. So what are some of your hobbies um, or things you like to do for fun, um, Colton? Uh, I like doing like genealogy, wheelchair basketball, 
um, playing games with my grandpa and doing archery with my grandpa too. Oh, you do archery too? Oh my gosh, that's awesome. I used to, but I'm a chicken. You're a chicken. Jesse got her got her bow, but she she had a hard time with it. But JD used to do it all the time, and um, he used to go like he he's been to the worlds twice, and he used to travel all over doing archery. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, so also, Colton, I, I, I think you like to play the drums too, don't you? Do you still yeah. play them? Uh, I go down there practicing sometimes. And didn't you just play with the band over the summer or something? I remember seeing a video of him up there. Wasn't it? Was he playing? He, he wasn't playing. He was um. He was he was listening. He likes going out listening to music. He, he loves music. So. Um, he, he's a little rusty. He definitely needs to start playing. <laughs> he's like, Mom. <laughs> Do you? He, he loves music so much. Uh huh. <laughs> How about when you're going out? Do you have? Do you find it uh, hard or a lack of accessibility in different places mm -hmm. where you live? Like um, getting in, like with curbs and stairs and. I mean, some places, not many, though. Mm -hmm. I would say, like, the older towns, you know. Yeah, um, older towns. Like, we went up to, like, Cobblestone. Yeah. We went to, where were we? Nantucket. Oh, when we went to Nantucket, that was, that was very challenging. Yeah. <laughs> it was and there was um, tree trunks coming through, and that's hard. Yeah. So, do you enjoy modeling? Yeah. And what about acting? Do you want to get into some acting next? Um, maybe, probably. I, I don't know. If you could be on one show, what would it be? Um, Jeopardy. Jeopardy. <laughs> but you don't act on Jeopardy. <laughs> You play on Jeopardy. Yeah. Nobody makes some money. Be, mine used to be Full House, but then it changed to Nancy Drew, but then I still watch Vampire Diaries. So. Vampire Diaries is even no longer. You just keep watching. Like, she just watches the reruns like constantly over and over and over again. Yeah. So tell me, how did it make you feel when the little boy Ollie saw your ad in Target? Like, that went viral. That was so awesome. Like, you're, like, an inspiration and a role model for other little kids. How did that make you feel? Um, made me feel happy. Um, and, like, what would you, like, um. Proud. Were you proud? Yeah, proud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, proud. And how was it you got to go on the Kelly Clarkson show? I was so jealous. I love her. I remember, I'll never forget when she was on American Idol and we were walking JD and, uh, and I'm like, you weren't even born girl. And I'm like, I'm like, hey, we have to get back. We have to get back to the finales and I want to see if she wins. And, you know, I love her. So how was it like flying to California and being on her show? Um, it was a really cool experience. It was, it was a whirlwind for sure. We flew out. And we flew up the next day, flew back the next day, but she's a very sweet. She's like, you know, you would think that, you know, some famous people, like, it's an act, but, like, she's genuinely the sweetest person. Aww. Um, yeah. So. How did you get the call? Like, did they just email you, call you? Like, how did you, like, 
I think they reached out to the other mom. Um, okay. And I, oh, you know what? No, this is what happened. My best friend does PR. And I think he reached out to one of their producers. Uh-huh. And I think he was the one who kind of set it up. Um, it seems like so long ago, Chris. Um, so he, um, he does PR, so he reached out and he kind of helped set it up a little bit. And we had to do like a tape interview first before, and then they said, oh, we're going to fly you out. And it literally all happened within a week. It was very fast. And so awesome. How was your plane ride? Was that the first time you've ever been on a plane? Um, I think I was on a plane when I was really young, and I didn't really know. Yeah, we used to go to California. My family had family out there, so he was young. I think it was just um, he he's been to Florida before too, but I think it's the one he remembers the most is flying out to California to LA. Were you nervous going on the plane? Um, no, not really. I was excited. Yeah. Uh-huh. So tell us your experience about going on the flight um, with your wheelchair, because we're going to be flying to Florida soon and it'll be our first time and we'll have face wheelchair. Plus, we'll I think I'm just going to bring her canes. I don't want to bring her walker because then that's just too many things I have to bring. So how's your experience flying with a wheelchair? Um, like, do they do, do you go and then you transfer to a seat and then they, they put your wheelchair underneath or like how do they down below or what do they do? Yeah, so they um, put me in a seat, and then I think they did put below, right? Yeah, so we took south Southwest. So with them, it's a first on, last off, I believe. So um, we carried him. Um, well, I think the last time he was a little bit smaller, so we actually carried him on. But they do have the that you can uh, transfer to the seat, and then it, it fits more down that middle of the aisle. Um, so... But the biggest thing, I don't know if you've seen it, is um, on uh, social media is like wheelchairs getting ruined. Yeah. yeah. So that's always kind of a fear because, you know, that's his yeah, life. You know? Exactly. So um, that's kind of always a fear, just like leaving the wheelchair there because, you know, are they gentle with it and, and stuff like that. But, you know, um, the, the flight um, airlines have always been super accommodating no matter which one we've always flown. So um, flying's fun. You'll love it. Great faith. There's nothing to be nervous about. It's, it, you're you're going to look down and it's going to be like so beautiful. All these beautiful colors. Like you fly over New York City and it's like early in the morning. You can see all the lights and stuff. That's really pretty. Mm -hmm. Tell us about your bow ties. I know that you used to make bow ties a while back. I think you bow tops. I bow ties. <laughs> Bow ties. I know there was a period where you were making bow ties too. Are you still doing them? And what made you decide to do them? Um, well, I mean, I think, I think like, well, actually, he was wearing a bow tie when we went on the like Clarkson show, and she's yeah. like, "You should make bow ties." She's like, "You're so cute. I love your style." So he has like a collection to begin with. Yeah. Like, how many do you bow ties do you have? Six, maybe about 10, 10 bow ties uh -huh. with all different patterns and stuff. So um, my mom sews, so she made them a prototype, right? But I, then COVID happened. So yeah. <laughs> we, I, don't, I don't know if it's still going to want to pursue that. Yeah. <laughs> Your bow tie? No. Oh. Yeah. 
and like, yeah. <laughs> what do you What do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a historian and work at um, the Smithsonian. That is awesome. Tell me about school. How is school? Is it um, very accessible? And do you ever feel left out because you're in the wheelchair? Um, the school, it's one floor. So it's one floor. So it's like, there's no elevators. It's easy to get around. But the high school has elevators and two floors. So, I mean, I think it's going to be really easy. To That's good. Around. That's good. They better. They actually put um his his elementary school. They actually put one of those um was the um automatic door press button thing. Okay. So, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So they, so they, yeah. Well, because it was the end of fifth grade for you. So, um, what grade are you in now? On seventeen. So okay. So you're in middle. Is your is, do you have an elementary, middle, and high school, or is it all? I have um, elementary, middle, and Okay. Are you nervous to go to, to high school? Mm, no. No? And you you grew up where you are now, so, like, you have a lot of friends that you've grown up with, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So you have a good group of friends. Do you ever feel left out or like if they're like going places that you, that they don't invite you because it might not be accessible or anything? Do you ever feel left out? Like at school? Yeah, at school or outside of school. Probably, there's only once like we went to Bear Hole and it's like a, what is it like that? It's like an outdoor, outdoor woods in the woods. I mean, I, I wouldn't really cared going there but like it's not really accessible so mm -hmm. there you go yeah and and it we actually i don't know if you saw the pictures this um this summer he went hiking in this adaptive wheelchair for the first time so i i brought brought up that point there was a field trip he wasn't able to go on because it was in the woods it just clearly wasn't accessible for him um but this wheelchair it was amazing it was like you have to have a person in the front and a person in the back pushing you, but you know, he was able to like go over rocks and like tree trunks and like all this like crazy stuff. It, it was, it was a really cool experience that he was able to like, you know, do that. Yeah. I actually do remember seeing that. I remember when we were at this cabin and I don't remember how old I was, but I was little, Talk a little and I couldn't get over the tree trunks and the rocks. Rocky. Um, so they had to like pick up my stroller and like, Move it over inch by inches because for woods. Yes. It wasn't the best. It wasn't adaptable, but we handled it. Yes, I do remember that. Thank yeah. God for Brother and his big storm arm. <laughs> yes, JD and Jesse had to like lift her over like stuff because we couldn't get through the path with the with the um that was her adapted uh stroller back then. Yeah. Yep. So Colton, tell us what frustrates you the most? Curbs. Curbs. And when tell us about a time when you fell off the curb. Um I I think I just kind of face planted um onto pavement. Yeah, it's hard. Okay, and words. What would be your word, most meaningful word to you and why? Kind because there's not enough kind people in the world. This is true. I love it. 
Well, thank you guys so much for being on the Gilbo Girl Show today. We cannot wait to see what's next for you, Colton. And we will keep in touch and, uh, and keep following you. And thank you again so much. Awesome. So great. Okay, bye-bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thank you for joining us as we spread awareness through our personal stories and the many resources shared. You can help us by joining our village simply by sharing our show to the masses. If you would like to support the Gilbo Girls on another level, click on the link in the show notes to make a donation in any amount. Add your address and you'll receive a hand-stamped token with the word village on it in appreciation. Be sure to subscribe to our Gilbo Girls podcast and YouTube show. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Gilbo Girls. Till next time.